everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from lovely Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to talk about a comedy uh, smackdown between <laughs> comedian and religious group. Yeah. We're going to... Yeah. There was <laughs> a hubbub. Yeah. There was, there was a fracas. Yeah. A certain comedian came to town and offended may have picked the Myrmans. Picked on the Mormons a bit. We'll get to that. And we're going to have to stop claims calling li- them the Mormons. Claims a little bit that. that he doesn't, that he didn't know it would create a furor. Oh, come on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to it. It's fun. <laughs> Anywho, uh, before we do, Franklin, Dan, uh, your face. Do you shave? What do you do? I do. Yeah. And I use Harry's. Oh, do you? Do you? Tell me about it. I do. Um, What an interesting thing. We're all fascinated. Won't you talk to us about it, (laughs) I will, Dan. Thank you. Um, I am a big fan of their five-blade razors. Yeah. uh, With their ergonomic handles. What? uh, This this delicious smelling uh, uh, shaving foam. You You wouldn't want to eat it. You don't need it. It smells wonderful. And works a treat. And leaves your face... Like like I, the rest of the day, like I'm experiencing it right now, Dan. Oh, I just as I breathe, I I, I can smell the wonderful shaving hint. foam. Yeah, you don't need. And it's, I smell clean. Who needs Who needs um, cologne when you've got that? That's wonderful. Radiating from yeah, your face. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Matter of fact, great. I believe that it's technically called radiating from your face uh, cream. <laughs> I, I don't no, think that's true at all. That's not true. Um, but they. Uh, they they make a fine product yeah. that I have enjoyed using. It's a, it gives me a, a a wonderful, clean, comfortable shave. It sounds like it would cost um, a fortune, and it doesn't. What? And in fact, you can try it out for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. If you go to Harry's, that's H A R R Y S dot com slash T G I A, and I can try it for free. That's the deal we have. With they them. give you all of those things and the travel kit, th- travel thingy for free <laughs> that thing has a name yeah surely i can pull it up it's, it's the, the travel thing it's the travel protects thingy. your fingers when you're traveling and all of your and you know you throw and that blades. Into your, yeah it protects the blades but from, also you throw it into your suitcase it's not going to start like cutting up your clothes or whatever you can just throw it right in throw it right in no no fuss no muss uh, um and uh yeah if you go there it's a subscription service they'll just mm-hmm. keep sending you these things you don't have to go to the grocery store you don't have to remember when you're shopping it just comes to you and you also don't have to pay an arm and a leg like no it's the grocery so store. much cheaper so i highly recommend it this is a win-win-win um, uh for all of you shavers out there give it a try it helps us out it helps you out you mm-hmm. get it for free uh, go to harrys.com slash TGIA. Tell them Frank and Dan sent you. Indeed. All right, Dan. Yeah. You've heard of uh, an, an old musical by the name of Oklahoma. Have you? Have you not? Uh, I, Oak. Not only, not only have I heard of Oklahoma, I listened to it ad infinitum on my mom's uh, uh, eight track player in her car when I was growing up. Ah, so you know it well. Oh, I know it by heart. You know about the 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 Surrey with the fringe on top. Oh, sure, the corn is as high as an elephant's eye. Indeed. Well, Dan, the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, uh huh, in 2016, out there in, uh, in Ashland, staged a 
all gay version of Oklahoma. Wait, I hope Oklahoma. they called it Oklahoma, but I don't think they did. <laughs> Wait, Oklahoma's not all gay already? <laughs> it's a pretty gay play. And uh, apparently it's, uh, they're, they're doing another staging of it, and uh, CBN, that's the Christian Broadcasting Network, sure. home of uh, our favorite, Pat Robertson. Patty boy. Uh, CBN News is all in an uproar. Yeah. They, are, they, they cannot believe that their beloved stage play has been sullied <laughs> and perverted. By uh, by 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 removing straight couples and replacing them with gay couples. So the central couple, Curly and Lori, right, right, are have been cast as two women. Oh, okay. And Will Parker and what is it? Ado Annie. Ado Annie is now Ado Andy. Oh, Andy. Okay. And so (laughs) Ado Andy gets to sing. I'm, I'm just a girl who can't just, say no. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Do, and he probably says girl, too. Probably. It doesn't say whether they change it to boy. They did, however, change the name of the character. Um, I'm just a boy who can't works. say no. I'm just like every other gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, Oklahoma, beloved... Um, I, I didn't know that CBN was such a fan um, oh. until this article. Uh, they're not. They, Nobody uh, actually likes that musical. They're it's terrible. Bemoaning the fact that the heirs of Roger and Hammerstein no longer have a say in what happens to their plays. Do they not? Who owns Presumably, it? they would have got in there and stopped this mess. Is uh, it Samuel French? Who, who's the Concord owner? Music. Oh, oh okay. Um, they, I love uh, that they allowed it because a lot of these, you know, stuff that that's still that's not quite in public domain yet. Uh-huh. They don't allow any kind of money, funny business with hmm. it. They don't allow you to monkey around with it at all. So they, I love that they were cool with it. They probably just like the press for something that is in for, their catalog for something that is like so old and stale at this point that and really like, oh. that literally they're you know it's going to be in the rotation of all of the sort of community theaters that do rogers mm-hmm. and hammerstein mm-hmm. so they don't have to worry about those guys and there'll be the occasional high school sure that does it sure uh, but apparently there's about 500 protections of oklahoma every year oh uh, yeah that's um, what i'm saying it is definitely a classic um the article uh also is uh it says, it's just the latest activist effort to twist classic American entertainment into pro-gay entertainment. <laughs> uh, Netflix recently produced an adaptation of the 1908 novel Anne of Green Gables, which was revised to include multiple homosexual characters. Oh. Oh. Apparently, they're all in an uproar because uh, the sequel to Frozen uh, might have an LGBTQ couple. They don't know yet. Yeah, it'll probably just be like, you'll just see them in the background holding hands, and that'll mm-hmm. be it. It's yeah. This is all very funny. Wait yeah. until they hear about the pro the the lesbian all lesbian carousel. They're gonna their minds are gonna be blown. I know. I love it. I would love. To, I actually want to see this because I was listening to. Uh, well, obviously. Um, I'm I'm a girl who can't say no, mm-hmm. right? Or I can't say no. Can't. Yes. Um, and uh, I listened to all of that this morning, and it's quite funny. 
if sung by a gay man. Yeah. Like, I think the play is probably, they've probably found some really funny Hell yeah. shit in it. And that, something needs to be done to update it, because frankly, all of that Rodgers and Hammerstein stuff, like, look, I'm all for classics, but it gets stale. A oh, lot yeah. of them have to be, like, abandoned completely, because yeah. there's racism abundant. There's yeah. sexism is undeniably horrible. Well, the whole I'm a girl who can't say no, right? I mean, right. if you actually, like, start to think about the character... It's almost she. This is not a great. cruel character. It's almost great though because it's almost this sort of very pro like pro sex sort of take on the world. Like if it were that, yes. I would be so down. Right. If but, it was like I'm just a girl who can't say no. I really love sex. Give me more. Let's right. have more sex. But inherent in the whole thing is slut shaming. Right. Exactly. Right. And that's a problem. And that is a huge problem. Yeah. But of course. Uh, Edo Andy ain't gonna be no slut shamed, right? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it draws all the gender norms into question. I love it. Obviously, just the casting of it does, right? But then is the 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 problems with a sixty year old musical, uh, well, over sixty years old. It's almost seventy years old. And actually. this that's the thing about this stuff is that it's got to be like if you want to do these plays, if you want to do South Pacific or fucking uh, the King and I or any mm-hmm. of these plays that have been become really problematic Mm -hmm. even though those those two plays specifically are supposedly anti-racism plays Mm. that are horribly racist while they're doing it (laughs) welcome to the mid-century right of america exactly so you so if you want to do them don't but if you want to do them you got to do something with them Right. You can't just do them straight. Mm-hmm. And especially you can't. Okay. Now, listen, people. <laughs> if you're in a community theater, I get it. I love community theater. I It's it's great. I mm-hmm. don't do community theater that much anymore because I'm Cause now you're I'm a, actor's equity. Yeah. And they can't afford me. Oh. But <laughs> I'm a fan. But you cannot be casting white people as the king of Siam anymore. You can't you because... You actually have to get a Siamese. Yeah, if you want to do the king and actor. I, good luck. But get yourself a Thai actor. Yeah, exactly. Have fun with that in rural Tennessee or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's what you have to do if you're going to just do it straight. You've got to mm-hmm. have all Asian actors playing Asians. Mm-hmm. you got to have to have white people playing white people. Or you can actually... Well, we're not going to get into the whole thing. Anyway, uh, don't do those <laughs> plays anymore. They suck. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to take us to uh, to the land of Arkansas, um, the far away, <gasps> oh, mystical, magical, magical, the land magical of land of Arkansas. Uh, you and I have spent some time in Arkansas. Arkansas surprised I actually us. don't mind Arkansas. You and I were both very surprised in Arkansas. Yeah. Because both of the places that we went, both of the, the, the towns that we stopped in in mm-hmm. Arkansas that we had expected to be one thing, were very much another thing. Oh yeah, including the place that hosts the uh, the, the passion the, play, the, the, the huge Eureka passion Springs, play, Springs, Arkansas, with the giant Jesus statue, uh, like <laughs> yeah. looking out over everything, <laughs> which turns out to be like gay, 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 gay. Well, yeah, we like- walk into this restaurant, <laughs> right? And uh, there are no tables to be had, but the hostess, this middle-aged woman, probably owner of the restaurant. Yeah, I think so. She uh, she goes, 
I don't have anything available, but I have a table with another couple at it. Yeah, or she something gets along those sort lines, of right? Sly look at her eye and she's like, I can sit you with these two friends of mine. I think you'll get along great. Yeah, she knows it- nothing about us <laughs> and sits us down with these two guys uh, who are like sort of middle-aged gay guy, a gay couple uh-huh. who had moved to Eureka Springs, Arkansas from fucking San Francisco. <laughs> and we were like, what the what? This is the Christian place, right? right. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. That's just the pageant. Right. Everything else here is super gay. Yeah. And we were being read as a gay couple. Right. Which was, I thought, also. Yeah, probably a little spot on. I mean, (laughs) let's be honest. Yeah, Uh, so funny. So funny. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, there in Arkansas, uh, they passed a law, you'll recall that this has been going going on down in the South, where every classroom in uh, in the state has to have a, a... Think uh, an in God we trust. Mm. Every classroom, I think so. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's one thing to have it out in the hall next to like the trophies, right? Because that makes sense. They they yeah, think that I don't God know. got maybe, them all those maybe trophies it's, anyway. Maybe it's just I know that the schools just have. There has to be a display of the phrase "In God We Trust." I'm not sure if this is one of the ones. At least one. I think at least one state has has to have it in every classroom. Good God! This one it has to at least be in every school. Well, American atheists decided that they would try and help out, and oh. they produced a poster that has the words "In God We Trust" on it. In, and but they claim it puts it in context. So here's what oh. they've done: in very small writing, it says, "In 1956, at the height of the Cold War, Congress passed a law declaring, in a slightly bigger font, "In God We Trust." And then back to little font, the national motto of the United States of America in order to, to distinguish <laughs> the United States from the Soviet Union. Hmm. This replaced the traditional motto of the United States, first adopted by Congress in 1782, in huge font, e pluribus unum, <laughs> Latin for out of many, one. Right. It's the most ham-fisted attempt I've ever seen of anything. It's... <laughs> So stupid. No, <laughs> they know full well this would never be adopted. It's not even. It's not even clever in the way. Like right. they needed to consult with the Satanic Temple yeah, about this. They would have had a much better idea because the Satanic Temple could have made this work somehow. Right. They would have found a way to make it a lot better. And then, of course, they had to put the. This display was sponsored by the American Atheists, just to make sure that nobody put that. That up nobody's on their putting wall. that up. Nobody's putting that up. I, don't, I mean, they're trying to. I think they're just trying to get publicity they're or getting whatever. Press. That's all they're trying to do. But it's. It was. It was. I just wish it was cleverer. Yeah. It's just you know, you what you do is you make the in God we trust the biggest thing on the thing. Yeah. Because that's what they're. Because that's what they want. But then you also put a little bit of information, not too ham fisted. Yeah. I. Th- oh I God. think a little bit of a history thing, and yeah. I think that's actually. Uh, not a bad idea putting the national motto in his in a historic context. Sure, if you know, I mean, yeah, sure, why not? But you're right. Like I can, I can't really see it because I'm seeing your screens sort of at an at an angle. But yeah, oh god, it's even worse than the angle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <God>. it's <laughs> it's it's. it's so badly done. I uh, I call out our fellow atheists on this. Mm-hmm. I call you out. 
American atheists. Yeah. You know, you do you do a lot of important work, but this was a mess. Yeah. All so right. There, there, I mean, what's great is that they saw an opportunity, which I hadn't even thought of. Right. Great for them. They saw this opportunity. Yeah. They just blew it. Yeah. Satanists need to step in. Help us out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that we need to troll on this one. Well, we need... Right? I mean, something because needs the, to be done. Because the Satanists... Um, or the Satanic Temple, right? Um, is uh, they're they're just masters at trolling, right? Like, and 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 they do it in such a way that they they kind of get their way, and and it's beautiful, right. and it's and it calls everything out into question, and 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 everything. Anyway, this I actually think there is an opportunity for a real public service, right? Right. That's what and I'm so saying. Keep, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but keep. Keep all the nonsense out of the way. Do it right. Yeah. We're not trolling. We're providing you with something that you can put up for free, that you can put up on your billboard that talks about the history of that motto. Right. And how it replaced another one. And ask some questions, you know, which one's more important? Which one is a better national motto for a democracy? Right. And especially for a democracy that has welcomed people from around the world to come and join us for... You know, 150, 200 years. I mean, even if it just said the, the 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 sort of the context, the history of the thing, but had the in God we trust be the by far the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And if a kid happens to read the rest, it'll just make them ask themselves some questions. Yeah, just give them the context. Don't make a deal out of it. No, don't try to don't don't make it like this is about how bad this phrase is or whatever. Right. Just just show the kids that there's more to it than just that. Than just a simple phrase. And then let them ask their own questions. Right. Don't even ask the questions. Just right. let them ask their own questions. That's how you... Like, there. then you might even have a chance of getting some of these things on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as it is, no way. Right. You're, all you're doing, all it is, is a stunt. A bad one. A bad one. And they... Uh, that's just... What is that? Minion Pro? <laughs> All right, Dan. Um, Let's head on over to uh, Russia. Ooh. Uh, You know that country, right, Dan? Our overlords? Our uh, our, our current, (laughs) the current uh, rulers of our country, you mean? Oh, God. Um, So, uh, this uh, sometime in the last... uh, couple weeks a 19 year old film student in uh siberia (laughs) siberian city of barnal um has been charged with uh inciting hate speech um online okay Uh, he uh, he had some pictures posted on his um what do you call it social networking uh page right it's not it's not facebook it's some russian one um, called something I'm not going to try. VK, though, it gets abbreviated to a lot. Okay. And uh, anyway, he, uh, Daniel uh, Markin is, is his name. So he posts these, these images, puts them in a public folder, uh, and one of them shows, what's the name of the character? Jon Snow. Oh, sure. From, from Game of Thrones. From Game of Thrones. Shows him as Jesus. Okay. Uh, and he's sort of... Uh, what is he saying? Uh, it says, Jon Snow is risen. Truly, he is risen. 
Ah. Apparently, apparently that's like a play on some Russian Orthodox right. you know, phrase that they say around Easter or whatever. And spoiler alert, there's a Jon Snow connection to yeah, rising from the dead. Okay. Sorry, everyone, if you haven't watched it already. I wouldn't know that. I don't watch the show. It's delightful. It's wonderful. Yeah. So I've heard. You could also read the books. Those exist, too. Yeah. Um, there's also um, a famous Russian icon called the Trinity, uh, which shows three angels sitting around what appears uh, in this version appears to be a bong. Like, <laughs> right. Anyway, so there's there's a few of these in there. And um, he's charged. He's charged under a law that um, has been I don't know how long it's been on the books, but um, they're saying that. These images contain linguistic and psychological elements degrading to the human dignity of a group of individuals united by their adherence to Christianity. Uh, uh, they chose right. not to charge him under a 2013 law uh, that criminalizes public actions aimed at insulting believers' religious sensibilities. Um, they just went. Huh. With, they just went with the hate speech. Huh. Uh, charges instead Interesting. um so you know i mean it doesn't surprise me that you know to, to hear these stories this is not the first of of these that i've heard of we haven't really reported tons on these stories um but um some of the the, the consequences for this kid um because they also put him on a blacklist of terrorists and extremists so he is unable to get any kind of bank card or open oh, accounts wow. in his name, so he's completely excluded from any kind of financial uh, institution huh. um, in in Russia. Um, wow. He's in a position now, because he's on that list, that he is basically unhirable. Um, oh, Jesus. So, without even being you know, convicted of these crimes, he's already on this list, which carries huge consequences yeah he doesn't even have to go to jail they've wrecked him they've destroyed his life wow already um and uh don't make a joke in fucking russia no sense of humor <sighs> and also like let's face it like it, it's uh yeah you know like come on don't kid yourself that this is where the Christian right of the United States wants to take the United States. Oh, absolutely. They would love these kind of laws. This is this is exactly their, where they want to go. Yeah. <clears throat> of course, so. of course if, they, if they're not careful, if they don't write the rules correctly, they might screw themselves over in terms of like how they talk about Muslims or how they talk about Buddhists or whatever. Yeah, it would be kind of delightful, awful awful delightful yeah if like in the short term they got some of the things they wanted but as the demographics of the country continue to change they <laughs> just long term it just it creates got, them serious problems yeah i don't want any of that to happen no i don't want no live in it's that not country, good and but. as we've learned in this country even when you think you're being clever about passing laws to do with religion <laughs> they only apply to christians uh, right. in, in positive ways and everyone else in negative ways right no matter how you write it because yeah. Our legal system is really great. Um, let's move on. Uh, you know, in these here United States, I don't know if you know this, Frank, but uh, there were people here before the Europeans came to this continent. 
I, I've heard this before. There I don't were, think there were very many, though. There were already people here. They were doing fine. They were just chilling. Mm, I'm pretty sure they needed our help. <laughs> Isn't that why we came over? Uh, wasn't wasn't that Christopher Columbus was he was just responding to an, an SOS? Yeah, right. Whatever the, the the 15th century version of an SOS. He saw some smoke signals from across the ocean and was like, "I'll go help." Yeah, that's yeah. not at all. No, what not, he not, or his subsequent uh, European visitors. No. Uh, he he himself and uh, many many that followed him were responsible for the uh, mass slaughter and mm-hmm. subsequent taking of property yeah. of all of the native folks who happened to be here and didn't yet have technology like guns and and unfortunately no natural immunities to uh, to smallpox and to the, all everything that we were us dirty Europeans were. Repairing. Yeah, we we done had ourselves some diseases, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Um so these fellers uh so yeah, part of what made this possible, this mass extinction of th- this genocide mm-hmm. of the natives of this uh continent was um a very a, a, a powerfully held reli- and and codified religious belief mm-hmm. uh that it was totally cool to do that. Yeah, and that came from uh, starting with Pope Nicholas V in 1452, who wrote a what is called a papal bull. I've never a heard bull. that term. A bull. A bull. Like b u l l. Yeah. Bull. Pronounce it as you will. <laughs> a a bull. Bull. <laughs> uh, called strangely dumb diversus, d u m. Uh, that's Latin for something. Mm. Uh, which uh, which. Basically said that, uh, of course, if you're Christian, you can go and seize the property and the possessions uh, of non-Christians, because, doy, oh, yeah. they don't even believe in Jesus. What the hell? That's our shit now. Yeah. And then also, and then, of course, there, there came a bunch of subsequent bulls and subsequent other things, uh, and eventually... Uh, it wasn't just the other, other churches fell into line. The, uh, you know, the Protestant churches were felt the same way. It was a, it was, this was, this was all because the church was like, yeah, go ahead and take the stuff. Hmm. So now, so, uh, now RNS, the religion news service has, uh, has, is reporting that, um, some of the, uh, Protestant organizations in our country have decided to take some small steps to say to give a little oopsie daisy about their <laughs> horrific acts oh back in the day. So there's uh, there's okay. been there's been a, there is a small movement brewing to uh, to counter uh, what is called the doctrine of discovery. Mm. Uh, so. Uh, so yes, they're, they're, so they're to, like, to to like kind of apologize for various massacres. This has not taken hold too much in the Mormon religion that we've heard about yet. No. They, they've got a delightful massacre on their hands as well. Yeah, but that was a of white people, but they were dressed as Indians, and it was uh, there's yeah. some weirdness there, right? And also they killed some Indians too. Yeah. Oh no, no, they. <laughs> 
they really got out there and just just did that sure um well this this is this is a good development um i I like the idea that they're addressing uh sort of doctrinal or dogmatic um problems yeah that that sort of these generally held beliefs that still you know i mean what the the manifest destiny right yeah surely came out of this this idea Mm -hmm. Uh, in in America of the 1800s that it was our God-given right to be a coast-to-coast country. Right, to just keep pressing westward. Yeah, no matter who owned the land, who was in the way. Well, nobody owns the land until we get there. Right. We're the white people. What do you mean it isn't surveyed? You can't... Show Wait. me your title. Right, exactly. Sir, to this land. Well, when we see the paperwork, of course we'll honor it. Is it notarized? <laughs> what, you, what is this? You can't, you can't just say you own it. We say we own it. So right. there. Right. It's the, it's the Eddie Izzard colonial mm-hmm. thing. Do you have a flag? <laughs> well, we have a flag, so you lose. So it's ours. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, some churches are taking some responsibility. Let me guess. Several these are hundred years late. More of your liberal mainline Protestant types. Yeah, you're going to get. Might I guess you're going to get your uh, your uh, uh, your Episcopals. Mm, your, uni- shock. Some United Methodist stuff. Going shock on. horror. Uh, so yeah, I mean Presbyterians maybe. Y- yeah. Uh, I don't I don't see that but probably some some veins of lutheranism not all so uh so anyway uh huh. that's yeah there there's a little movement happening there um Good. And- I hope that I hope that uh they get some traction with that um I think that we need to um own up to our history a little bit more mm-hmm. um and you know, it's at least and be honest about it. If nothing else, be honest about it. And it's not quite too late to take ownership of that. There are so so that's good. It's almost too late. There are still some Native Americans. There left. are Is still. That what you're saying? Well, I'm just saying like there's got to be a, a a term limit on this. There's got there's got to be a, a an expiration date on the apology. A statute of limitations. Yeah, but there, I suppose. And they're they're pushing it. It's been hundreds of years. Yeah, come on, guys. I don't know. I anyway. Okay, Dan. Yeah. Uh, Kenya, Dateline, Kenya. Yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, they uh, there's a group of atheists in Kenya. Yeah. Uh, who are calling for their own national holiday to celebrate a godless world. What? Dan. Yeah, they uh, they want to set set aside. Uh, February 17th as Atheist Day. Uh, they say that this is in line with the with their constitution. Okay. Um, Article 27, Section 4 of which uh, explains that the state shall not discriminate directly or indirectly against any person on any ground, including race, sex, pregnancy, marital status, health status, ethnic or social origin, color, age, disability, religion, conscience, belief, culture, dress, wow, language or huh. birth. Well, okay. They they I think they try to cover everything there. I feel like um, they're doing better than we do. Yeah. 
Um, at least on paper. They uh, there. This is a little bit in response to the fact that Muslims just got Eid ul Adha uh-huh. uh, proclaimed as a as a national holiday, which just started. Or did it just end? Yeah, or whatever. It's Eid. Somehow it's close to Eid. Ramadan. Ramadan. You have an Eid at each end, I think. Uh, yeah, I think now, right now, the Hajj is is happening. It's it. Who can say? Who can say? <laughs> Who can say? I will say. Uh, I'm hodging. I think they're hodging right now. Anyway, any, e- Eid any, of Eid, Eid Al something or other just happened or something. Indeed. Anyway, um, so they got that on the books. So now, so now the so now the atheists are like, well, wait a second. What about like, us? There's no reason why non-believers shouldn't have a day to celebrate a, our our belief in a godless uh world right any, any word on why february 17th that was the they picked that day because that's the day they incorporated as a as a group oh okay they have like the atheist society of kenya or something like that sure and they they incorporated then and so they're just like well good enough yeah exactly right? um, it's not like we got any uh any holy people or you know sure what, what, what are you gonna pick bertrand Ru- russell's birthday you could that would be as good as anything. Right. Right. Published date of the origin of the species, on origin of the species or whatever. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Day, you could also, yeah, anyway. Um, also, maybe there was nothing else going on that day. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You got to pick a day that like somebody else doesn't already have. Yeah. Can't, can't <laughs> jump on that. And, uh, you know, February is for lovers and I, so i feel like if american atheists not the not the organization but just like sort of the people mm-hmm. tried to do this they would try to do it on like december 26th or something <laughs> they would try to poke everybody in the eye right which don't yeah by the way anywho uh kenya the population of kenya uh is made up by, of about 47 percent protestant christian 23 percent catholic 11% Christ, just other Christians. Sure. Uh, 11% Muslim, 2% none. But there's another part in the article that says that uh, atheists make up about 5% of the population. Oh. So um, I think. Fair enough. This, this, is, this is awesome. 5% is a solid percent. So, yeah, it's for real. And look at these people. There, the, the, there's a picture of a group of atheists. Oh, uh, yeah, smart-looking young, young people. Uh, they're all wearing T-shirts that say, seriously, there is no God, <laughs> which I really like. <laughs> <laughs> we should write to them. Yeah. How much for a T-shirt? No kidding, right? Send it. All right, Dan. Well, there you go. Uh, I'm going to close up by bringing it all back to, uh, to here, to Salt Lake City, Utah, mm. where I was disappointed last week when we recorded the show. Yeah. Like literally half a second after we recorded the show, mm-hmm. a bombshell hit Salt Lake City, Utah. I know. In the form of the Mormon church uh, demanding that all news outlets and whatever refer to them by their full Christian name, <laughs> the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Or if you want to... to After can, you've said the name once. After you've said that... Right. Then you can contract it not to Mormons and not even to the LDS church. Which they'd always been fine with. They'd always been great with that. That stands for Latter-day Saints. Everybody knows it's right. sufficient. It's not 4,000 syllables long. Right. 
the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Shut your fucking hole. And then <laughs> the Church of Supercalifragilistic. Right? Exactly. So but but they, you know, they, but then they were like, well, if you want to truncate it, you can call it the Church or the Church of Jesus Christ or Restored Church of Jesus Christ. Yeah, nobody's using that one. No, because they're trying to claim that they're the only Church of Jesus Christ. Right. And also there's like Church of Christ. It's there's, too confusing. There's already Church of Jesus Christ. Right. These are that other, actually already exists. Those are other churches. Yeah. So they've issued this new style guides that, that they want but, all of the media to use. Nobody will follow. And let me tell you who's in charge, who is on board with this. Zero human beings in the world are on board with this. The desert news. <laughs> the, literally, every Mormon on my Facebook feed is like, oh, good luck with that. This isn't because the, good luck with that. Because here's the thing. Not only have they tried this before and failed. Right. But they've spent millions of dollars hiring top PR firms mm -hmm. to make the world have positive associations with the words Mormon mm -hmm. and the words uh, and the letters LDS. Well, and th somehow there they were missing the irony of the fact that they released this press, this new this news uh, or this press release. Right. Right. On mormonnewsroom.org. Right. And LDS.org. And LDS. Also. Yeah. You guys. <laughs> you guys. And they said that the, the, the you that the. URL changes will be forthcoming. Yeah. Right? But they didn't coordinate a launch or no. anything. No. <laughs> it's so fucking sloppy. It's amazing. And these yeah. guys are not going to be able to make this happen. No. And I thought after the initial uproar, oh. I was sure they would back down. Oh, no. They doubled down. They doubled down. Yeah. Yes. So then... Uh, President Russell, Rusty Nelson. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call him Rusty from now on. A Rusty Nelson. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, Rusty Nelson. It's. Can you do it both gay and straight? I think you can do it either way. You just have to do it backwards if you're gay. Anyway, so Rusty uh, was giving a talk in Canada and did double down and said we know it's going to be a challenge to undo tradition of more than a, to undo tradition of more than 100 years uh you think yeah guess what mormons have been calling them so the truth is that mormon as a as a word uh-huh uh, so it's more so for those of you who don't know the book of mormon mm -hmm. is where we get this word mormon mormon was a character Mm -hmm. in the book right who ostensibly compiled all of the books together and then wrote his own little bit at the end right uh and this is this is the foundational book of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints the mormons um <laughs> and so so like people started calling them the mormons sort of almost originally derisively mm -hmm. and the mormons Finally, like they they were butthurt about it for a long time, mm -hmm. and then they embraced it, and it worked, and it was great, and the country got you know the world was a little bit nicer to them mm -hmm. because we were all on the same page, and they had all of these ad buys, national ad buys on on main on on like primetime TV. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember campaigns where it was like. This is brought to you by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. Uh-huh. And then and then another campaign where it was like 
blah blah blah. I'm a I'm a air I'm an airline pilot and a doctor and a surgeon, and I'm a Mormon. Right. They have paid countless dollars. Right, but to make sure that everybody gets that they're a nice mm-hmm. and b Mormon. Right. But this is not so. The fact that this should not surprise anybody, because Russell Nelson has been the one calling for this through the last decades. Yes, right? like he has been like the, the, their last attempt the, to do this. He was the one who gave the big speech over the pulpit about it. Right, and the time back in the eighties, apparently that they tried this as well. Right, like I think he was a big part of that one as well. Yeah. and so like. So now that he's at the helm, you know, right? Um, of course, with all the other problems in the world, right? God impresses upon him that his <laughs> church is being called the wrong thing, right? It's and literally he—that was the claim. Yeah, God has impressed upon his mind yeah. the importance of calling the church by its real name, yeah. which, by the way, yeah. is not what Joseph Smith originally named this church. Did you know that? What was it? The original name was like the Church of Christ or something like I that. Think, yeah. I think I it was think just right the Church that. of Christ. Yeah. So even that, like God, like apparently they got it wrong once. Right. And then it like, and then there, this is not, this is not even the second incarnation. There were like two or three different versions. Mm. And now we're, now we're going to go back now. No nicknames. God damn it. By the way, if you yeah, have not well, now, seen, if you now, don't know Rusty Nelson, uh, just imagine the grumpiest, grumpy old man you've ever seen depicted in any TV show, cartoon, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now imagine him un, uh, unsuccessfully trying to smile all the time. <laughs> and and you'll know who he is. Uh, so yeah, he's been sitting there for fifty years, going, "We're not calling, we're calling the church the wrong thing." God damn, gosh darn it, dag nabbit. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think this one. <laughs> as soon as somebody else is at the helm, <laughs> which it will die surely, but should be happening soon. The man's what ninety two or something like that. Yeah. But guess what? In the meantime, they are going to spend millions oh, trying to undo all of the good publicity good, good that they've done good congratulations yeah. rusty nelson they're gonna spend you've just gobs of money on you've this. found a good way of spent of wasting yeah they're your not money. Even, they're not even gonna poke a hole in that i know in their billions and billions of I dollars know. but all the more money they can misuse and waste and just piss down the drain of a better well and yeah he's it's basically like, uh, yeah, all of the, like I said, there are going to be like hardcore, like true believe in Mormons who are like, oh, oh my goodness, this is really important. Right. If the Lord impressed it on him, that's really, really important. <laughs> I'm going to never say the word Mormon again, except in reverence to the man or the book and blah, blah, blah. And it's the, and it's not the Mormon tabernacle choir now. It's the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints tabernacle choir. So I, that takes, that took me 10 minutes to say, but I'm going to say it right every single time and blah, blah, blah. But then all reasonable thinking LDS people are just going to be like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Right. Well, first of all, what are they doing about things like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir? 
Great question. I am excited to find out. And don't people come to Salt Lake City and ask where the Mormon temple is? Yes, they do. And we'll see what happens we'll be then. like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. The Mormon? I've never heard of more. There, more, there is the temple Mormons. that is owned that is owned by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Is that the one you're referring to? <laughs> Are you referring to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints temple, the Salt Lake Temple, the Church of Jesus Christ? Is that the one that you're referring to? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm at the LDS Temple. Still not getting it. Mm, I still don't know what you're talking about. That's, um... Mm. Ah, it sounds familiar. It's something there, but no, no. I mean, the, the one we've got is the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Temple, so... Yeah. yeah. I'm happy to take you there, though. <laughs> what about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saint missionaries? Right. Right. Yes. That's... Every, they are, they're just the Mormon missionaries. Yeah. By the way, I just found a picture of, of Rusty himself, and he he's... I just realized who he is. He's Monty Burns. Yeah. He is Mis- a- Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Look at this picture and tell me that's not. Oh, yeah. He's Montgomery Burns. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Uh, There's a, uh, yeah. You're right to say, though, that he's any old grumpy man. He's all of them. Yeah. Picture all of the most angry grumpy men, <laughs> but then they have to smile all the time. And they're, and they're mad about that, too. He looks like he's shooting a laser through a baby <laughs> in that picture. Well, all right. All right. Well, if you guys have anything you'd like to say uh, about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or any other topic uh, in the world, you can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424 666 8442. Correct. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist to click that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. And don't forget that we've got a Reddit. It's yes. a subreddit. Subreddit. Go to reddit.com slash r slash TGI Atheist. And there's a growing community there. It's pretty awesome. Hurrah. <laughs> Hey, Dan. Hey, Frank. Um, I've got some audio here. Audio. Somebody that we've never played on the show before. Out of 350 episodes. Right. And he's never been played once. He's more of 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 a political wonk, I think, than he is a a religious guy. And that might be why we've never really seen him on on, on, uh, the show before. But... Here but in these United States, to, you can't separate politics from religion for very long. Eventually, they're right. going to collide. And essentially, he's just bringing up, uh, he, he ends up bringing up Islam, which I think is what brings us into right. acceptable for our purposes. Uh, but it's a, a guy by the name of Gavin McInnes, mm-hmm. which you might have heard his name before. Yep. Uh, he's one of the founders of Vice, actually, which kind of shocked me. Yeah. Because he he rants like a, just a true blue right wing nut job. Yeah, which he is. He is. He's to the right of the Koch brothers, apparently, and uh, and so <laughs> and so and that feels a little off brand for Vice. Yeah, but just a we, just a touch. Anyway, um, this is actually he's not the only person that I heard this week um, starting a new line 
that's yeah. coming from the right. Which yeah, is, we heard this. We heard this from multiple sources, and it's very clearly like what they've de- how they've decided to spin the wickedness of what's happening on their side of the aisle. Yeah, and so let's let's just have a have a quick listen. Oh, also. Uh, he's not having a seizure at the beginning. He's just, <laughs> he's, well, he may not be, he might be, he might just be playing it off. I yeah. don't know. Who knows? Pakistan, Zinzabad, Pakistan, Zinzabad, Pakistan, Zinzabad, I'm just fascinated by this New Mexico compound that the news has just dropped. They're not interested in it anymore. Boring. Some Muslim jihadists who are part of a network of 22 different places across the country linked to a radical imam in Pakistan were training kids to go do school shootings. Wow. Let's talk about D.C. and the fact that 15 white nationalists got a bullhorn together and yelled a bunch of stuff about unity and free speech and were attacked by, what, 2,000 morons? who were screaming, we don't like hate, we hate Nazis. The news is so disproportionately focused on Bigfoot. Bigfoot doesn't exist. Nazis are not a thing. Islam is a thing. So I want to devote this show to it. We're going to have Ryan Mauro on the show uh, towards the end there. He's from the Clarion Project, and they're experts on these jihadi training camps. Can you imagine if there was white nationalist training camps, if there was dozens of white nationalist training camps where they did they did relays and they had guns and there was women getting lashed for, for disobeying and you heard that they were planning school shootings. Can you even imagine? I think if one student drew such a scenario on a piece of paper in class, it would be international news. But this is really happening here in America and everyone is ignoring it. I, I'll tell you this. I can imagine if there were white national that there were not white nationalist training camps, because there are. There have yeah. been. There are. Yeah. It's like they they call themselves militias. Yeah. And they're all over the goddamned country. Yeah. Uh, but no. Oh no, they're Bigfoot. <laughs> they're like they're like way more common. Yeah. Than whatever the. I mean, yeah. The, this this story of this these Muslims who are training kids to do school shootings that was scary and And that's real news and that should be watched yeah why was the media focused on dc because they thought it was going to be another charlottesville right because we had because it's been one year yeah since someone was killed yeah during run down uh, yeah run down by a uh, yeah and 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 a number of uh, a bunch of other people injured uh, people beat up. That was a. If uh, I haven't watched the whole thing, I got distracted, but I got a good way into the front line mm-hmm. um, about uh, Charlottesville that came out oh, sometime in the last month. Um, and uh, violent, violent, nasty stuff, right? And this is terrifying. And this is coming up from our from 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 in a country where I I thought we were further along. And I think most Americans did too. I I, I think that we were uh, lulled into a false sense of security about race relations. Right. Especially on the left. We, you know, and, and and we knew that electing Barack Obama wasn't a sign that everything was hunky dory. Right. With race in this country. But But like, it seemed like it felt like it was a, we were taking all these steps forward. Right. Right. 
And we weren't we weren't noticing the the bubbling what was bubbling underneath yeah, it all. Right. Yeah. If you want a fun if you want a fun uh, comparison, by the way, you can go to um, the Southern Poverty Law Center has a hate map by state. Oh, okay. Uh, that includes nice. okay. like some some Islamic uh, training centers, huh. but also includes some right wing Christian right place, a bunch of right wing Christian places. They vastly outnumber, of course, the Islamic do. ones. Of course, um, they do. <clears throat> so yeah, the Ku Klux Klan going strong, bunch of yeah. neo Nazi parties, the Daily Stormer, all of these things. Yeah, they may not be coming out to big uh rallies anymore right because they learned their lesson when a whole bunch of them right like got fired from their jobs right correctly yeah etc um i do think though that we need to also um really address how dangerous this rhetoric is yeah because of how it is trying to put this again um th- this part of the right back in its little its little closet again right it's, and it's, they're disavowing they're, they're, trying, they're they're trying to pretend like this this part of their movement doesn't exist anymore right which is uh which is horrifying because i mean it should disavow really important it. Well, no, they should disavow it, but by but but by trying to just push it aside, right, and act like it doesn't exist, right? They're letting all of their uh, all the people on their side not wrestle with their own racist problems, right? Their own intern, like they they completely letting them off the hook. It's kind of amazing. Like they had nowhere to go. They were backed into a pretty uncomfortable corner, and now they're just like. Nuh-uh, la 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 yeah. doesn't exist. Blah blah blah. Nope, it's Bigfoot. Blah. blah. It's that's a kind of amazing tactic. <laughs> it's it's remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do some email, shall we? We had some folks write into us. Stephanie mm-hmm. wrote in. Um, hey Dan, hey Frank, thank you so much for your podcast. I love it. You are really great guys, and your podcast is so interesting and funny and kind. It's just the best. You don't know that we're great guys. We could. This is all an act. Frank's horrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, and it's so interesting to learn about Mormonism because it's kind of, it's kind of weird and so recent, and is, so it's also like a social study in the development of a religion. I agree with that. Uh, it's fascinating. Not to join, of course, more from afar. Uh, I have been going through your archives, and in listening to the Lent episode, I remembered a funny thing I wanted to tell you. A few years ago, my sisters and I were talking with my very loyally Catholic mom about Lent. In that conversation, she told us that Sundays during Lent are not considered to be part of Lent. So good Catholic, so the good Catholic practice, oh, the good Catholic practice, at least here in Aust- Austria, uh, is to give something up for Lent, knowing that then you can you can then have it again on Sunday. Uh, I find this delightful and so really Catholic. Got to find a workaround, right? Have a great week and keep up the good work. Love the show, Stephanie. Hmm. I think that's cute. Uh, you, I gave up this for Lent, except for Sundays. <laughs> I gave up chocolate for Lent. Can't wait until I can gorge myself on Sunday. Uh, let's see. Jocelyn wrote into us. Hey, Frank and Dan. I uh, loved this week's episode. I grew up Mormon in Australia. We've got an Australian Ooh. and an Austrian. Okay. Uh, and I always felt like I was living a double life. 
At school and at home, things were pretty normal uh, for an Australian. But at church, everyone had this weird obsession with emulating Utah culture, both real and imagined. This is so weird to me. You guys, of all the cultures in the world, Mm -mm. this is not the one. Mm -mm. Um, My favorite example was Halloween. In Australia, it's not a big holiday and very few people celebrate it, except for university students who are happy for any excuse to drink. But every year, my ward would host a trunk or treat for Halloween. (laughs) I assume the, the tradition is borrowed from the USA. Yes, it is. And I object to it even here. Right. Because um, it's, a, it's trick-or-treating, and you go door-to-door. Door. Right. Uh, this is meant to keep kids safer by—and uh, by, and she uh, goes on to explain. Um, if you're unfamiliar, all the families in the ward parked their cars in the church parking lot, opened their trunks, and the kids would safely go from car to car collecting lollies. That's Australian for candy. From each vehicle uh, under full supervision. Perhaps the most bizarre part of this ward activity was trying to explain it to my school friends. You see, in Australia, the trunk of the car is usually called the boot. Mm. I don't know why, it just is. So when I told people that I would be spending the night trunk or treating, I was met with looks of utter confusion at both the terminology and the activity itself. Needless (laughs) to say, it didn't help to tell people that I would be doing this activity at church. Mm. Anyway, I thought you'd be interested to know that in Australia... Some of the uber-white Utah traditions were adopted as general Mormon culture. What a strange childhood I had. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to be Mormon in Utah. Yeah. But to be Utahn in Australia. At least let the kids trick-or-treat, right? Like, drive around to the different Mormons' homes. Yeah, or something. Right. Although... have a list of participating families. Right. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. But even that's not right. You're supposed to be running from house to house to house to house to house. Yeah. All along the block. I do. I, I loved Halloween. I still love Halloween. I don't know. There's mm. something fun about it. It's fun. Dressing up and getting, yeah. you get candy and treats and stuff. Yeah. Trick-or-treating was always fun. Yeah. But yeah, like, if it's not... But that's yeah. That's bizarre. Why do it? If it... Yeah, the trunk-or-treat thing, I, I mean... There's more candy in a smaller area. Take all the doors in the church, right? And have somebody somebody different behind the doors. And then the kids get to go around and at least knock on doors and have somebody answer it. Yeah. Give some candy. Go, oh, where are you supposed to be? You know, and all All the... Uh, Hey, we have a a voicemail, don't we? Hi, Frank and Dan. This is Loretta from Brooklyn. Uh, I love your uh, podcast, of course. I listen to them all the time. Uh, But, you know, uh, all... All the time, people are talking about this Christian baker, the one that won't make the cakes for uh, gay people. And, you know, they always talk about how terrible it is and how wrong it is. But the thing is, um, nobody seems to focus on the real basic uh, issue that they are thinking about homosexuality as a lifestyle choice. Okay, as if you just select and decide to be this. Whereas most of the science has come in now and are pretty much favoring that it is biological and determined at birth. And I think that everyone who talks about this has to start stressing that because it's uh, similar to discriminating against people because they're uh, short or because they are black, uh, things that they have no um, choice over. And you know that, what's her name, that hillbilly Kim Davis in Kentucky who decided she didn't want 
people to, she didn't want to give out licenses for gay couples. Uh, that's just simply prejudice. Why didn't she decide to not give out licenses for people who had previously been divorced? That's a lifestyle choice, and that's very, uh, in the Bible, that's a big no-no. Uh, or also people that are uh, living in sin. I love living in sin. I'm living in sin right now. Um, who are uh, cohabitating and having sex. Uh, that's uh, a lifestyle choice. I, when she uh, was carrying on about that, I went online and I looked up the uh, form that you have to fill out, and it asks for your address, so you could easily see if the people are living together, and you could assume from that that they're sleeping together. It also has a box to check of whether you've been previously married and divorced. So she could do that, but obviously she's not doing that because it's really just against the gay people because, you know, they think it's icky. But basically my call is about let's start emphasizing, let's start talking about the science, let's start talking about that this is simply prejudiced against people who are are born a certain way, and, you know, it is a no-no for us to be prejudiced against that. That's the way they're born. So anyway, love the show, uh, and going to keep listening. Bye. Thanks, Loretta. Frank, when did you, do you remember the day that you decided to join the gay lifestyle? <laughs> How did that feel? Um, you, yeah, it, well, it was, uh, yeah, I, I received a, a little mailer. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, the promoting sure. style. And, sure. I, you know, you kind of thought it through and was like, you know, there seem to be a lot of perks. And you're like, ooh, a free this, toaster yeah, oven. This is, this is good stuff. So, um, yeah, let me, let me, let me join and up. And then, unfortunately, there's no takesies, backsies. No, no, no. Well, why would you? Why would you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean,. Whether here, here the thing to me is whether or not the science says that, like it's clear that people don't choose their sexuality, right? Uh, for the most part, you obviously I didn't choose my sexuality at all, right? Uh, it just sort of happened. Uh, right. I presume that that's the case for you. It's the case for most of the people that I've talked to. Whether the science says it or not, I don't give a fuck though, because the truth is, there's nothing. There's like. You can't point to any reason why it would be wrong other than a 2,000-year-old book says mm, it's wrong. Right. So, fuck off. If it is a lifestyle choice, fuck off. Right. Well, and I... But, uh, but I mean, I love her let, point about... I, I do love her point. I and, love her uh, point about the, the marriage, the divorce thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to you want to get on people about their lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Well, and we should also book. remember that uh, sexual sexuality and... Sexual preference is uh, obviously uh, a spectrum. Yeah, not not a binary. Yeah, right? there's, there's a fluidity. And so, there. you know, some people might appear to be able to choose because they because uh, they're attracted attracted to, to both. Both, right? Sure. And so, in 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 before uh, we had a, a better understanding of these sorts of things. You know, I could see that idea having come from someplace. Right. You know, which may be but, why a lot of a, a lot of uh, gay folks for the longest time rejected bi people. Mm. Like people who were bi were a threat mm -hmm. because, in part, because they were like they could go both ways. Yeah, they could. They they could make it a lifestyle choice. Right. Uh, and uh, which, which muddies the water a little bit. It does. Right. But for those of us that there is no. Uh, it is rather binary. Yeah, or at least how that's how it feels. Yeah. Um. Then, uh, yeah, it's a 
What do you do? What are you going to do? Well, yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for the call. Uh, Lisa wrote into us, too. We'll, uh, we've got one more. Hi, Frank and Dan. Love the show. Just keep it up. Uh, just wanted to mention that the southern U.S. isn't the only cesspool to escape from. <laughs> I live in rural northern Nevada. Oh, my God. I pray for you. Um <laughs> And I'm planning on a breakout as we speak. Mm-hmm. Religious nuts? Yup. Confederate flags? You betcha. Trump supporting hate-filled neighbors? Sure thing. Reno? Oh, my God. Let me just tell you something, Frank. I read this next line, and I was like... <laughs> Reno uh, is our little heaven, or our, our little haven of progressive bliss. And I try to visit as often as I possibly as possible to remind myself uh, what it would what it will be like when I finally move out of this town. I, I can mean, totally I get, see Reno being a, sure a wonderful place to visit. I drove through Reno recently. Mm-hmm. I I didn't want to stay, but that's okay. I don't know anything about Reno for real. Yeah, I mean, my grandmother lives in Reno. Does she? Uh-huh. Oh, just outside. Have you spent time? Not a ton, but enough. I've got a cousin that lives there and an aunt. And I mean, the, the cousin's up in uh, Tahoe. Oh, well, not Tahoe. Um, oh. Truckee. Oh, okay. That's um, be- a gorgeous yeah. little town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also just right there. And so she was really familiar with the area and had some good restaurant recommendations and mm. that kind of stuff. So sure. um, it's not, it, like most places, it's not as bad as it seems maybe not like most that's, places but like, like a lot of places it's uh-huh. not as bad as it seems when driving by on the interstate sure sure so. that should be their motto <laughs> reno not as bad as it seems anyway uh uh so uh also you mentioned conservative christians muslims and jews hating on trans people but conservative atheists do it too hmm. my ex-spouse came out as trans after we separated she is now the happiest she has ever been hmm. and i'm thrilled for her guess who i haven't told my atheist parents, in spite of their rational hmm. thinking when it comes to most science and religion, they are very bigoted when it comes to trans issues. I've oh. tried to educate, etc., but to no avail, and I yeah. continue to keep them in the dark about my ex because I fear, fear I may not be able to handle their hateful reaction when they find out. No worries, though. I have a great therapist helping me through my parental issues. Nice. Have a great week, Lisa. Awesome. Thanks for writing in, Lisa. Uh, yeah, you know, we we like to think that ours is a group of perfect people well, we know that's not true there are lots of there's plenty of bigotry uh and 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 stupid opinions mm-hmm. in the atheist group absolutely as well. all right well cool well uh, yeah. dan yeah uh patron want to mention or uh patreon sure i want to mention our uh, campaign over there this is this is the place where people can go uh if you love our show and you want us to keep doing it and you want to uh show your appreciation mm-hmm. for what we do uh it this is the best way to do it uh if you can afford to you could just go to our website thank com, and then you uh click on the patreon button and that takes you to patreon and then you uh you just Become a part of the movement, of the campaign. Indeed. Um, all right. I uh, got a couple people to thank. Yes. Uh, as always, we have our Lord and Savior Emeritus, uh, Angela. Thank you so much for your continued thank support. Thank you. And, uh, and current. our current Lord and Savior, our top donor. Praise be she. 
Jenny. <laughs> it's getting there. It's getting there. It's progressing. Anyway, peace be upon her uh, and blessings on her head. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Bye. Thanks. And in our Cross to Bear news today. Yeah. I just wanted to do a pun on the name David Cross. Oh. See what I did? Good one, Dan. Thanks. No, uh, puns are usually best out of context. <laughs> I love it. I like to I like to spring it on you and then backfill it later. Yeah, with, that's with context with what you yeah, need to good. understand it. Well, well done. Thank you. I think I'm my work here is done. I'm leaving the show. Bye. Okay, bye. No, uh, David Cross uh, came to this fine state of Utah mm-hmm. recently. Wasn't selling many tickets. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> frankly, he needs to promote better. Because I didn't even know he was coming until right. uh, until he did have one stroke of genius, mm-hmm. which promoted the shit out of his show. Yeah. Which was that he tweeted out a photograph of himself uh, with, you know, it basically said, Utah, learn the real truth. <laughs> uh, and it and it said this thing. And it was a photoshopped image of him sort of outside of a dressing room, uh, like at a department store or right. something. In just wearing Mormon garments. Fantastic. Uh, it's offensive. It's the Mormons. Oh, God, you guys. But fantastic. The Mormons are <laughs> no, no, so. Oh, Dan, sorry. The, the, the church, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. The Mormons are so protective mm-hmm. of their sacred underwear. It is redonkulous. Right. It is, I mean, because. As Cross himself pointed out when he came, mm-hmm. he had never heard, he said, I've never heard, what did he say? Something like, I've never heard the words Mormon no, and no, no. underwear, or, or the, no, word, word the words sacred. sacred and underwear put together. Right. <laughs> but when you put them together, it's hilarious. Right. He's not wrong. No, that's funny. That's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I, it's, but you can't, like, you can't touch a raw-er nerve. To a Mormon. To a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Than their sacred holy underwear. Right. <laughs> Which you wore for years. I did. Uh, for, you were correct. Those were plural. It, it was about three years. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. What'd you think? Um, Comfy? Well, there, there, let, there's a lot. Back up. There's a there's, lot that gets covered. Yeah. So it goes all the way down to your, your knees. Just above the knee. Um, otherwise it's, I mean, the, the, the top is just a, a, a t-shirt. It's just, yeah. So sort of, now they're, and you can now get they're them, crew neck. Well, you can get them even then you could get them in a, in a few different styles. You could get the, the crew neck, you get the V neck or the scoop neck. And boy, that scoop. That's what, that's what I think all of our dads had the scoop. Yeah. And it was just, we called it the eternal smile because yeah. you could see that scoop neck under their white Dress shirt. That one was already starting to lose favor. Yeah, um, yeah. Our generation. I got my garments largely rejected. Um, I did crew neck, um, and uh, but I remember my parents being really fussy. They're like, "Well, you 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 can't leave your shirt unbuttoned if you're going to wear the the crew neck because you can't show the garments." Which is funny because that's not really how it works. That's technically the rules. <laughs> Technically, right. that's the rule, is that it's supposed to be under your clothing and, and concealed. And there are some Mormon 
men I've seen wear a crew neck mm-hmm. t-shirt uh-huh. over a crew neck uh, garment yeah. under a shirt. Yes. So like they've got the three layer thing happening. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's well, and like the 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 young men, the twenty somethings, um, when they just want to wear a t shirt out and about, right? They'll it's two layer. Yeah, you got to wear a t shirt over, over your t shirt, your garment. Um, and then of course they have different fabrics you can choose from. There's kind of this really disgusting mesh one mm-hmm. that's just blech, yeah, grody. Yeah. Not a good look. Polyester mesh. Yeah. Already, already it's just not becoming, and then it's all meshy and weird. Oh, and it's ugly. It's really ugly. Um, and then, of course, you can do, like, cotton, cotton poly. Um, the military guys can actually get it in military green. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do love- All I sorts do, of accommodations. I see now, I grew up in a household, my dad wore the onesie. That was- <laughs> You probably still can get them. I think you can. Yeah, because some it, men like the long, it's like, long John version. It's 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 still just to the knee, mm-hmm. but you have to go in through the neck hole, and you and it's all one piece, and it goes on, and then uh, and then like it's got poop flaps in the back. Yeah, uh, and you got to like if you, I think it's got and it's got a like a p like a, mm-hmm. a, a a little flap in the front, flap in the front. Yeah, it's uh. It's a nightmare. <laughs> that is the stuff of nightmares. But sacred. But Damn. it's sacred. It's sacred to members of the Church of Jesus and Christ of Latter-day Saints. boy, did they raise a hubbub when David Cross tweeted out oh, that picture. The members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints went absolutely nuts. Okay, I'm going to insist that you stop that. No, I'm, I'm going to continue. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Well, I'm going to never use that phrase again in my life. <laughs> every time I hear you say the M word, to guess what you get? Well, I'm going to counteract you. Every time I hear you say the okay. 200 syllables of what you're going to say, I'm going right. to counteract okay. that. Cool. Okay. That's good. We're in a fight now. Okay. You and I are in a war. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Be careful, Dan. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, they, they were in a hubbub uh, mm-hmm. about this whole thing. And of course, of course, that means that it sold a bunch of tickets. Because, yeah, of course. Because let me tell you something. Salt Lake City itself is all about the counterculture, mm-hmm. not the culture culture. Right. So so then he did that. Uh, did he apologize? No, 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 no. I wouldn't think he would. No. If you know David Cross's work, you know he is very fine with offending religious sensibilities. Yeah, go for it, dude. And that's kind of like what comedy is for. Like, it's funny. There was a column. Not specifically religious sensibilities, but sensibilities in general. Yeah, I mean, it's to. They should stand up and, 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 and there's a line, right? That, that comics toe a lot of time. Well, comics are always trying to. Always trying to get over that line. Right, but you but the good comics know where how far across the line they can go, mm-hmm. and they and they and they push it as far as they can, right. because that's what's going to shock people. Because that's what comedy is is like taking social norms and flipping them and mm-hmm. poking them and whatever. Um, some comics go way too far, mm-hmm. and then there are social consequences for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll recall uh, 
Michael Richards went on a rant in mm-hmm. one of his comedy shows where he thought he was okay to use the, the N-word mm. uh, numerous times. Not cool. That doesn't work. Nope. So uh, he got pilloried. But yeah, cross, uh, crossing the line. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't, he didn't cross any lines. He, there was one uh, columnist in the Salt Lake Tribune who accused him of, uh, of taking the lazy way out, mm-hmm. to which he responded that it wasn't lazy. It was easy. Yeah. Sure. It was yeah. an easy joke. It wasn't lazy, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what, it is kind of funny to watch Mormons uh, and, and to watch Utah try to respond to, uh, to the, this kind of a thing, to an outsider making these sorts of jokes. Because they don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah. yeah I kind mean, of flail around. Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, they, they, they have- Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. He will not be able to keep this up. <laughs> they have a hard time. Um, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Um, uh, uh, laughing at themselves. Boy, do they ever. Yeah. They uh, don't have a sense of humor there's a tri- about themselves in yeah. that way. Because they're 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 very it's that very protectionist, uh, you know. I I can I can pick on my brother, but you can't pick on my brother. Right, and I get that to some extent, and yeah. I actually feel that for the Mormons sometimes mm-hmm. when when outsiders make fun of Mormons and they do it badly. Member, wait, who? Member, members of the Church of Jesus Christ. When they do it badly, I feel a little protective. Like you uh-huh. know what, they're fair game to make fun of, but you got to get it right. You yeah, can't make, you can't make fun of the wrong things. Yeah, because you're because you're off base. Right. Like make you're fun informed. Of, right. Yeah. Usually, if, if you're being dumb about it and you're yeah. making fun of something that isn't really a Mormon thing or that you know was a Mormon thing a hundred years ago but isn't now, and mm-hmm. you're claiming that it is or whatever, like the whole polygamy thing, get it right. Mm-hmm. Uh. As a matter of fact, you know, when I went in to watch the uh, the Book of Mormon musical with the Trey Parker, Matt Stone mm-hmm. musical, I was go- I went into it a little bit ready to to like punch back to be mm-hmm. like, mm, but they got the Mormon stuff right completely. Hmm. Turns right. out that they're the problem with that musical is that it's horribly racist and uh, <laughs> awful about the African people in the in the right. play. But right. they get the Mormon. They nail the Mormons pretty great. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, yeah, the Mormons, here's the other thing. Mormonism has a centuries old tradition mm-hmm. of, of needing their, uh, their, what's the word I'm looking for? To be put upon, to be persecuted. Oh, their persecution. They love being persecuted. They need to be persecuted. Yeah. So it's really one of their favorite things. Anytime one of these things happens, it's maybe they could have a sense of humor about it, but their need for them to be persecuted could overweigh that. And then it's like, Oh good. It's a chance. Mm -hmm. Just like all Christians in this country, Mm -hmm. they need to feel persecuted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in Utah where Mormons are the vast majority. Oh yeah. They, uh, they love to feel, to, to declare their own persecution. Well, in the meantime, they persecute the rest of us. I know. So there you go. Uh, humor. Yeah, hey, at least Cross isn't like, is still able to get a bank account after this. <laughs> right? It ain't Russia. Right. 
Because you should be able to make fun of other people's beliefs. Right. It's not sacred to me, right, asshole. It's sacred to you. Right. So don't you make fun of it. Right. Yeah. And and, be wrong for you to make fun of it. But just note that, like, the rest of us don't have to honor that. Right. I I personally tend to, like, not want to go too far into people's sacred world. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you know, I'm not, I don't want to be a dick. Mm. But also, when you're a dick to other people, Mm -hmm. you're fair game. Absolutely. You've put yourself out there in a way, you you know, the Mormons have fought tooth and nail Mm -hmm. against the gays Mm -hmm. and against uh, uh, and against all sorts of common sense things against people who get, you know, strong medical uh, help from marijuana. They're Mm -hmm. now fighting that. Right. Uh, So fuck you guys. Yeah. You you put yourself out there. uh, So I have no problem with people slamming you. And, uh, you know. Uh, your underwear is funny and your underwear is ridiculous <laughs> you should have kept that a better secret that's all i'm saying or like, or just like somebody somebody opened their big mouth about about the garments you should have kept it a better secret. or you know just learn from all of these other religions you have one piece you know you have something that's outward showing uh-huh. like i like that it's kind of inward showing that it doesn't show to the public because right. it it doesn't feel like a sep- a purposeful separation, mm-hmm. and I think that that's good. But you know, we don't make fun very much of a yarmulke or whatever. Right? It's just a thing. It's a hat that somebody's wearing. Well, the Jews but have also done a really good job. Of- you don't choose the underwear. <laughs> is my point. Like the of all the things, you don't have holy underwear. It's right. the worst thing you could choose. Or just stop being sensitive about it. Yeah. People won't poke <laughs> if you stop being sensitive about it. Yeah, if you're just fine. Like it's, I mean, it's silly and ridiculous, but once you're like fine with it, yeah. being... Uh, Crying when they poke yeah. you. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, yeah, just own it. Just own it. Just be like, yep, it's silly, but it's ours. Yeah. That's what it is. Because, yeah, you... Do you people know that they wear that women wear their bras on the outside over of their garments? Their garment. Do you know that? That's funny. Anyway, yeah, like I didn't. I didn't know that until I was an adult. Really? Yeah. You never saw your mom in her garments and her. I never bra? really noticed. It didn't. Yeah. It, yeah, I guess you don't. But I mean, and and it's so normal. Yeah. That that's just like nobody how like, it is. Somebody was talking about that, and I'm like, wait a second, what? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah weird super weird super weird it seems like that would just feel weird oh it'd be awful like wearing a bra would be awful enough i don't i would hate wearing a bra but wearing a bra like with like something bunching underneath it yeah oh my god the the they should be talking about that i know the the where where are the the garments with built-in underwires where is that it's clear that men are in charge. Well, that is a fact. <laughs> all right. Well, ladies and germs, if you have anything you want to say about all of this, please feel free to write into us podcast to podcast at podcast to podcast to podcast. Or you can use our email address, which is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424 424- 666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. 
a closed group. That's what makes it great. Yep. Also, go to the Reddit page, uh, reddit.com slash r slash TGIA atheist or mm-hmm. a- uh, atheist, uh, and, uh, and join up with that. Speaking of our social media, thanks again so much to Mackenzie for all mm-hmm. of her hard work. On our Facebook page, we're almost to ten thousand likes. That's unbelievable. You guys, just get us over that hump. Yeah, uh, we should do a push for that. Anyway, uh, get us over that. Thanks so much, Mackenzie. Thanks to Amy, Danny, and uh, Sarah for their work as moderators in the lounge. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thank all of y'all for tuning in. Bye now. Mm-hmm.